Hey, Story Pillar friends! Just a quick reminder to have your grown up join our email list and subscribe to Story Pillar wherever you love listening. You'll get a message whenever we post new episodes, so you'll never miss a minute of stories, silliness, and sticky situations. Also, before we get started, I wanted to let you know about our newest pod friend, The Adventures of Power Dog in Dogland. Join Power Dog and his pack as they encounter new creatures, work together to solve problems and discover powers they didn't even know they had. You can find more information at PowerDogAdventures.com and listen wherever you get your podcasts. We also dropped their trailer in our podcast feed so you can get a little taste. Okay, ready for the show? Hey, I'm so happy you're here. I'm Meg, a human person. And I'm... Sneak! I'm a caterpillar with red shoes! Uh-oh. Sneak, are you okay? You're growling. No, I'm so mad right now. Like, so mad I just want to stomp through the floor! Yikes. Yes, I can see that. Bane, hurry up and introduce yourself and put your phone under my butt so we can get to the feelings check-in. Uh, yeah, you absolutely do need a feelings check-in, but that's a hard no on the butt phone. Um, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I'm Bean. I'm a butterfly. Please go faster. I'm a hot little volcano right now, and there's about to be sneak lava everywhere. Uh, well, we definitely don't want that. So, now that you know who we are, this is... Story Pillar! Story Pillar! I feel a story coming on. Wonder where we'll end up today. We'll blast around the world. We're sneak and be leading the way. Go, Story Pillar. We're in this together. No stopping us. Full speed ahead. Go, Story Pillar. Shake it up a little. Make cloudy skies brighter with friends. Hey everyone, welcome to the seventh episode ever of Story Pillar, a podcast where we tackle sticky situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up advice from you, our listeners. Uh, Meg, I'm pretty sure he's gonna blow soon. Uh, yeah, let's do a quick feelings check. Although, I'm pretty sure our sticky situation this week is going to have something to do with whatever's bothering Sneak. At any rate, listeners, how are you feeling today? Did you hear that? Someone else is an angry, hot, boiling lava monster just like me! Okay, Sneak, don't worry. We got this. Actually... Let's try Zelly's unstick trick from episode two. You mean when she said to take four deep breaths? Exactly. Okay, ready? Deep breath number one. And out. 
And deep breath number two. Ready? In. And out. And deep breath number three. In. And out. Ah, well, that's better. I don't even think I need the fourth one. Um, are you sure, Snake? Uh-uh. I mean, I'm still upset, but not like I swallowed a giant molten zombie volcano anymore. That's really great, Sneak. So, now that you're feeling a little calmer, what made you so mad? Well, I was making a teeny-weeny lounge chair for Bones, our class iguana, so that he can chill under his sunlamp in style. And I was using four of my feet to hold the back in place and four of my other feet to hold the armrest. And I had the stapler in my mouth. Uh, yeah, Sneak. Moms will be really mad if you staple your mouth shut. Yeah, holding a stapler in your mouth is not safe. Um, don't. Do that. Okay, no staplers in my mouth for some reason. Anywho, I needed the tape, but I couldn't quite reach it. So I asked Najee for help, but she just looked at me and said, No. Even though she could tell I actually needed help. And then the stapler went off and I dropped everything and I had to start all over and it made me so mad. Wait, you like legitimately needed a really simple favor and she just said no and walked away yes that is so messed up i know i'm sorry that happened sneak no wonder you're so angry but i do think we have our sticky situation for the week what do we do when someone refuses to help us (gasps) does this mean it's time to check out a story to see if we get any ideas for what to do Yep. Yippee, skippy, whippy. (laughs) This week, we're traveling to the Philippines, a country between the South China Sea and the Pacific Ocean that's actually an archipelago made up of over 7,000 islands. Just like Japan, right? Yes, actually. Good memory, Sneak. The Philippines are home to the Binturong, or Asian bear cat, an animal known for having glands under its tail that give off the scent of buttered popcorn. <laughs> um, you talked a little bit about that on your sneak attack sneak, right? Absolutely. <gasps> I want a bear that's also a cat that has popcorn in its butt. <laughs> nope, not popcorn in its butt sneak. Just popcorn scented glands near its butt. Anyway, one more thing before we start the story. Many people in the Philippines speak Tagalog. And my friend Alina says komusta is one way to say what's up. Wanna try it? Komusta. Komusta. Yep, sounds good to me. Listeners, your turn. Nice. Okay, rocket time sneak. Okay, people, safety first. And countdown. Three, two, One. Hold on to your elbows, everybody. Wet Wings Never Win by Meg Lewis. Adapted from the Monkeys and the Dragonflies. A Filipino 
folktale. Why is my mom always right? Jewel moaned and dodged another colossal raindrop. It whooshed past her frantically beating wings and plopped into the thick mud oozing up between the leaves, littering the forest floor. She was small, even for a dragonfly, and the droplets pelting down from the angry sky made her slender red body look and feel as tiny as an ant's. Splosh! Splash! Sploosh. Water pooled in leaves the color of unripened mangoes, only to overflow and slide gleefully down the giant moss-covered tree trunks. Holy bananas! Jewel squeezed her eyes shut and zoomed right, narrowly avoiding a stringy vine that seemed to sprout out of nowhere. Oh, oh, she panted. That was close. She zipped under a drooping leaf and gulped in air as if it were the sweetest tastiest nectar imaginable. As she studied the endless sea of raindrops, her mother's disapproving voice popped into her head. Jewel Starflower, Dragon's Wing the Third, she had scolded that morning. As the queen's daughter, my daughter that is, your duty is here at court, not gallivanting at the shore with that Odd, smelly little crab. He's not smelly, Mom, Jewel had protested. But her mother had simply wrinkled her nose in distaste and continued lecturing. Besides, it's nearly monsoon season. You can't possibly make it there and back before the rains start. She had given one of Jewel's wings a brisk shake, making the fine red webbing flash. And what do I always say, child? She arched a brow. Wet wings never win. Jewel finished out loud and swiped at her steadily dripping antenna. She smiled, remembering her day with Krabby, chasing the giant foamy waves out to sea, then shrieking and skittering back to safety at top speed. Well, at least it was worth it, she murmured, then straightened gave her waterlogged wings a vigorous shake and shrieked as a bushy gray mustache popped from out of nowhere. Holy bananas! Jewel dove behind the nearest leaf and warily peeked around its frilled edge. The mustache, wispy and with the ends twisted up into perfectly round curly cues, growled. Or rather, the large angry monkey upon whose face it grew growled and fixed her with an icy glare. Leave. Now, he grunted, swinging closer and jabbing her hiding spot with a jagged fingernail. Hey, stop that, Jewel protested. She took a deep breath to gather her courage, then cautiously stepped out and spread her wings, beads of water still clinging to them like miniature pearls. But I I can't leave. See? Wet wings never... You are not a monkey, he spat. Therefore, you are not my subject. The force of each clipped word made her wings quiver. And as king of this place, I ask you to leave at once. Jewel's eyes went wide, panic making her sound more like a mosquito than a dragonfly. But, sir, I mean, your highness, I just need... At once, he repeated, 
and raising his hands high above his head, he brought them together in a thunderous clap. Boom. At his signal, monkeys clambered down tree limbs and swooped in on vines, rushing at Jewel like a swarm of large, angry hornets. What? But, ow, wait, she cried. My wings, they're still wet. Ugh, ugh, let go. The monkeys, however, showed no mercy. They howled and snapped their jagged yellow teeth until at last they succeeded in driving Jewel out into the dizzying maze of raindrops. She zigged and zagged and almost slammed into a coconut. Come on, wings! She gritted her teeth, flapped furiously, and somehow managed to shoot through the downpour like a runaway speedboat. Yes! She cheered, then glanced back at the stony monkey king and shouted, What goes around comes around. It always does, she muttered, then returned to the very serious business of getting home without drowning in a raindrop. He did what, child? The dragonfly queen boomed, her jaw dropping open for a brief moment until she clicked it shut and resumed pacing. Jewel flopped sideways into her mother's purple velvet throne and dangled her feet over the arm. Well, I said, um, can I rest here until my wings dry out? And then he said, Grr, you're not a monkey. Get lost. And then I said... The queen rolled her eyes. Yes, yes, child. But then you told him who you are. I presume that you're the heir to the throne of dragonflies, the most respected court on this island? Well, not exactly, Jewel admitted sheepishly. Then she shot to her feet and curled her hands into fists. But... Royalty or not, who does that? I mean, that's no way to treat someone who just needs a little help. Hmm. The queen came to a stop before the window, the last remaining raindrops casting tiny rainbows on her wings as the sun cautiously returned. That wretched monkey king, that's who. She tapped her chin thoughtfully. But not anymore, she declared. He's not? Jewel popped her head over the back of the massive chair. No. Her mother whirled and marched toward the door. Not if I have anything to say about it. And so, the next morning, with a tangle of lush green leaves still dripping and steaming around them, Jewel and the Dragonfly Queen found themselves at the head of 100 of the fiercest, most elite dragonfly warriors in the forest. Almost there, her mother bellowed over the deafening thrum of wings. Are you ready, child? Uh, yes, mother, Jewel shouted, crossing her fingers behind her back. And suddenly, they were there. The great racket of their wings had clearly warned the Monkey King of their approach. For there he sat, in the same towering peavy tree as before, stony as ever and ringed by an army of his own. Jewel gasped. Each branch held a monkey, and each monkey a stout club, the sheer size and strength of the king's soldiers clearly dwarfing her own. Steady on, my dear. The queen's firm grip on her shoulder kept her heart from leaping right out of her chest. Just like we practiced. She gave her mother a wobbly smile, then turned to address the monkey king. Your highness, king of monkeys, I 
Jewel, Starflower, Dragon's Wing, the third, demand an apology for the the great wrong that you have that you have done me. <laughs> he barked scornfully. Jewel gulped, then bravely continued. If no apology should be forthcoming, then we have no choice but to attack and answer your cruelty in kind. The Monkey King blinked at her in bewilderment, then threw back his head and hooted with laughter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> attack. You will attack us? A chorus of guffaws swept through his soldiers. You great cowards! Her mother surged forward, expression fierce. True warriors have no need of weapons when confronting fools. The Monkey King flinched as if the Queen's sharp words had actually struck him, and his cruel smile instantly hardened into a snarl. He turned to his troops, mustache trembling with rage. Charge! The tree exploded around him as monkeys streamed from its branches. Now, Jewel, her mother whispered, give the command before it's too late, child. For a second, Jewel thought she might throw up. Then she cupped her hands around her mouth and bellowed, to your purchase. At her command, each dragonfly zoomed toward an advancing monkey and one by one landed gracefully atop their opponent's heads. And we're the fools, the Monkey King cackled. Show them no mercy, he shouted, then gasped. <gasps> As too late, he realized his mistake. For at his words, each monkey brought their club down hard on the dragonflies, or rather, on where the dragonflies had clung to the fur of their foreheads before zipping safely away. Dull thuds and grunts of pain echoed around the clearing. As the monkey soldiers whacked themselves in the face, then tottered and dropped to their knees. No! Howled the king, tugging on the ends of his mustache. Imbeciles! Get up! Then, without warning, Jewel and the dragonfly queen shot upward, twisted in midair, and dove directly for the monkey king, their hundred best warriors close behind. The king saw them rocket toward him and curled into a ball, bracing himself for their attack. When none came, he peeled back his eyelids and froze. For on every inch of his body sat a dragonfly, and beyond the sea of glistening wings were the grim faces of his soldiers. Each sported a dark purple bruise, and each was well aware of their leader's role in their injury. Wait, he stammered held in place by the threatening clubs pointed in his direction. Mercy, please, mercy, he begged. Mercy, Jewel echoed and narrowed her eyes. Hmm, perhaps I should show you the same amount of mercy you showed me. I, I was just... You were just mean to a creature in need, she finished for him. He drooped prepared to accept the consequences for his cruelty. But just then, Jewel gave a sharp whistle. But I'm not like you. 
She zipped closer, and around her, the soldiers retreated in a great cloud of fur and wings. It's like my mother always says, wet wings never win. But kindness usually does. The astonished king blinked in surprise as Jewel gave his mustache a gentle pat. Maybe try to remember that next time? Mothers are usually right, you know, the queen added with a wink and draped an arm around Jewel's shoulders. (laughs) She giggled and smiled up at her mom. Yeah, most of the time. The end. So, what did you think? That was fantastic! I want a giant gray mustache. I would brush it and curl it and put teeny little braids in it and it would look amazing on me. <laughs> that does sound pretty amazing. Um, but what did you think about the story, not just the mustache? Well, that monkey king was being a super mini-faced fish fart for no reason. Jewel just needed a little help. I know, right? She was clearly not doing anything wrong, and literally everyone needs help sometimes. Like, everyone. Absolutely. Like, with me and Najee. But I also like how Jewel and her mom didn't just find their own really big sticks and smash all the soldiers to itty-bitty little monkey bits. Well, they probably... Couldn't have. I mean, dragonflies are like the size of a cheese doodle, but you're right. It was cool they figured out how to make the Monkey King feel like Jewel felt when she needed help. Maybe that was their on stick trick. Ask the other person to put themselves in your position. They didn't exactly ask the king if he wanted his friends to whack themselves in the face until they turned purple and then chase him around with really big sticks. Yeah, and I doubt Najee would go for that either. (laughs) Because that would be ridiculous. Get it? Because we're talking about sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sticks aside, even if you can't put Najee in your exact position. Ooh, I know. I could at least ask her, what do you want me to do next time you need help, huh? Answer me that, sister. (laughs) Yep. I think maybe it's time to check in with a listener to see if they have any other good ideas. Ooh, I love listener unsticky trickies. <laughs> Me too. Here's our friend Farhan with his unstick trick for when someone refuses to help. Hello, I'm Farhan. My age is 12 years old and I'm from New York in the USA. If someone refused to help me, I would like ask them one more time to see if they like change their mind about not helping me. If they don't like don't want to help me, then that's perfectly fine. Then I will like go to ask someone else. And if no one wants to help me, then I'll think real hard on what I'm like what I need help with. And then if like I can't think of anything, then I'll take a break and then like come back to it later. Well, slap my shoelaces, that was a good idea. Like, quite a few good ideas, actually. Thanks, Farhan. Yes, thank you, Farhan. Listeners, 
If you have an unstick trick you use when someone refuses to help you, send your grown-up to storypillar.com slash unstick tricks. Okay, that's it. We finished our seventh episode ever of Story Pillar. Sweet monkey mustaches. Still pop up, still pop up, still pop up, still pop up. Uh. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We'll have a new full episode every other Monday and mini episodes, <gasps> sneak attacks, and phenometer checks in the weeks between. Don't forget to have a grown-up subscribe, rate us, and leave a gold star review wherever you love listening. And if you have a story suggestion, unstick trick, or just want to say hi, send them to storypillar.com. That's S-T-O-R-Y-P-I-L-L-A-R. They can also find a link there to our Ko-fi page, as well as more information about how to support the show. As always, thanks to Andy Job and Susanna Bridges for their work on our theme song, for more of their great kids' music, check out andyandsusanna.com or find them on Spotify and iTunes. Grown-ups, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. 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 Uh. Our handle is at sign StoryPillar. You can also follow Mackenzie Allison, who does our awesome episode cover art, at MK Allison Art. Okay, ready to say goodbye? Bye! I love you! Bye. Come back next time if you want to. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Remember, figuring out what to do when someone refuses to help you is tough. Try asking what they would want you to do if the roles were reversed, or take Farhan's advice, try asking again, or Take a break and come back to whatever it is that's tripping you up. Whatever you choose, you got this. And we'll be here cheering you on. 